Welcome to the Davenport Pulse, a podcast aimed at connecting citizens to their local government. Together, we will explore important issues impacting our neighborhoods and community through conversations with residents, city staff, and elected officials. Davenport is the urban pulse at the heart of the Quad Cities, rich in history and character, where folks with a Midwest mentality plant personal and professional roots. Come explore with us the people, places, and programs that make Davenport home. Welcome back, everybody. Today's guests are Officer Kevin Carver with the Davenport Police Department and Tracy Singleton, Executive Director of TMBC at the Lincoln Center, located right here in Davenport. Today, we will discuss the Lincoln Center, uh, our program, Cops and Kids, and an exciting event coming up next Saturday. Join us for Cops and Cocoa at the Lincoln Center Saturday, December 11th from 10 a.m. to noon. Welcome, you guys. Thanks for coming. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. We're excited to be here today with you guys. Um, if you want to just both tell us a little bit about yourselves to start, we'll um, start with Tracy. Okay. Well, um, as she said, I'm executive director of the Lincoln Center. I'm a lifelong resident of Davenport, though. I've lived here all my life. I grew up on the west side of Davenport um, and I got married and we got a home and we're back on the west side of Davenport. So awesome. I'm an advocate for my city. I love my city. I love this community. Good deal. Uh, well, like you said, my name is Kevin Carver. I work for the Davenport Police Department. I've been on uh, the PD with Davenport for about five years now. Um, about a year ago, I was appointed to a position called the Community Impact Team. Myself, uh, Sergeant Harris, and Lucas Rusk are uh, are a part of the team, and we wear a lot of hats. Our initial mm-hmm. um, our initial purpose is to kind of engage the community. Obviously, it's in the name. Um, but engage the community positively um, and uh, work with uh, community resources in order to um, facilitate everything from mitigating calls for service to uh, community involvement, community engagement, and stuff like that. So um, that's our main directive, but we have a lot of other hats that we wear as well. Kind of all across the board. Really, yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Okay, should we dive right in? Yeah. Tracy, why don't you tell us um, a little bit about the TMBC at the Lincoln Center and how it came about? So TMBC at the Lincoln Center is a uh, direct result of a mission with Third Missionary Baptist Church. About five years ago, they had decided that they kind of had outgrown their space at the church with their ministries. They wanted to outreach more to the community. So they had this wonderful plan to build a community center right next to the church. And right before all that was supposed to happen, it fell through. So they stayed mission focused and the opportunity with the school district came up to purchase Lincoln Elementary, which had been shut for a few years. It was kind of like a shark tank competition, like everyone had to get up there and say, this is how much I'm going to pay and this is what I'm going to do there. And they were selected to um start the community center there. So their initial goal was, as I said, to kind of grow the ministries that they currently had in the church. So working with the community on after school programming, on parenting classes, on continuing education classes for parents, offering different type of programs for the kids so that they had a positive place to go. So that happened in 2019. And I came on board as executive director in 2020. Um, So TMBC, Third Missionary Baptist Church is also TMBC together making a better community. 
community. Um, and with that, everything within the name of the nonprofit is exactly what we're trying to do is make a better community here, not just for the African-American community, but for the community as a whole. Um, what types of events do you host and how like how can families find out about you or get involved with the center? So we are very active on Facebook and that's I use social media a lot. Um, we have a lot going on under like our roof. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of times people are like, what exactly do you do? Well, we do everything, you know. So um, as far as events go, we are um we're located centrally in Davenport and we're in a neighborhood that doesn't have a lot. There's no gas stations, no grocery stores, no convenience stores, no ATM machine, no medical facilities, no parks. Like Mm -hmm. there's not a lot going on in that neighborhood. So although we do have intentional programming, resources, services, and events, we also need to be a, uh, a source of, resources mm-hmm. for the people that live in the neighborhood. So a lot of our events that we have had there are very uh, neighborhood focused. So we did hold Juneteenth there, which was a wonderful turnout, especially because last year we couldn't do it outdoors. Um, and then behind that, we had our neighborhood block party, um, which provided all these resources for after school programming and lessons and music and museum and the why. And so that parents knew what was available to them um, and to their kids. And for, uh, for most of it, it was either free or very low cost. We were able to do school physicals and sports physicals for them. And so that was basically our introduction to the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. We've been open for a while, but I didn't really know how to connect with the people in the neighborhood other than just being like, hey, here, here we are. Come hang out right. with us and find out what we're doing here. Um, under the roof of the Lincoln Center, we have approximately 20 businesses, profit, nonprofits and organizations. And so what we were able to do is start connecting with those kids that were already in the building um, because we have the boxing club downstairs. We have after school program. We have two basketball programs that use the gym for training. And we have two dance programs that are in the school. So on any given night, anywhere between 75 to 100 kids are in the building. Um, attending all these other events. So then it was really a way for us to be able to connect, not just with the kids, but with their families Mm -hmm. as well, to let them know about the other services and events and programs that we had at the school. That's so cool. I didn't realize there were that many things happening under one roof. Everyone says that, like when they come in the building Mm -hmm. and if they get the tour or they just see what's going on, they're like, I didn't know all this was happening. Right. Yeah, we're probably the best kept secret Mm -hmm. (laughs) in in the Quad Cities right now because there's a lot that's going on at the Lincoln Center. How what's the age range from kids that are? It's, it's TMBC. all over because okay. the boxing club, they patched is so wonderful with opening those doors up. And we, we know not every kid that goes down there is going to end up being, you know, going to the junior Olympics or becoming mm-hmm. professional, but they are, they have a safe space. Exactly. And it's, it's a, it's something that is consistent for them. Mm-hmm. Like every day he's there with those doors open, come downstairs, you know? So, um, he has them as young as five and six, wow. um, down there. And then through the other programming, we, you know, especially like with the dance teams and the basketball program, um, they're, they're high school kids, you know? So we have a little bit of everybody that comes through the doors and we've recently started, um, a music program in a partnership with the river, uh, music experience, mm-hmm. um, that is offering music for all for free 
free uh, for kids just That's to come. So cool. and um, They can be as young as six and as old as 18. Wow. You know, so um, there's a little bit of everybody mm-hmm. under the roof. So uh, we're starting now to start working with our adults. We just finished an effective black parenting program. At the end of the year, we're going to be open a business center so that people can come in if they need help with job applications or some type of program. Um, they'll be able to come in and have access to computers and internet and equipment and everything that they need to get those things done. That's so cool. So does the services look different for during the summer when school's out versus when school is in session for you guys? Yes and no, um, because those programs operate year round. So those kids are always there. Um, Being that last year was the first year for us being officially open as a community center, I knew that funding was going to be a challenge for us because we were a new nonprofit. Mm -hmm. And so um, we didn't have any type of summer programming last year just because we didn't have the funds for it. And we we had to focus on getting the building um, to where it needed to be in order to start having all kinds of people just coming in the building. So there are definitely plans for programming next summer um, for the children, you know, different types of programs. And we're kind of, I mean, we'll have your traditional, if kids need help with math or, or reading, we'll have some of that, but we are going with a a more non-traditional that still provides life skills in a fun way. So we're going to have a referee program. We're going to teach kids from 14 to 18 to learn how to be referees. Um, we have wonderful referees here, but they're getting older. right? (laughs) And so we're trying to bring in a new generation of referees. But if you think about being a referee, yeah, these are great skills to have. Yes, you can make great money doing it, but you're learning life skills at that time. You're learning conflict resolution. You're learning problem solving skills. You're learning communication skills, you know? And so the great thing is that we have teams that practice in the gym. So they're getting real time experience by Mm -hmm. being able to work with the teams that are already in the gym. Um, We're going to have an entrepreneur program for youth entrepreneurs. Um, Nothing wrong with going to college and getting a degree, but entrepreneurship is really what's going to be our future. Um, And so being able to give them from the ground up with some of the most prolific entrepreneurs in our community, because we have them right here Mm -hmm. to teach them from the beginning to how to get to where I am. You know, this is another skill set that they're able to take with them that they aren't necessarily getting in school. Um, So we have plans for um, and then we're going to do an African-American like history camp because we're not getting it in the schools, you know, and now this whole critical race theory. You really can't talk about it in the schools. So to be able to give them a space and really that's what the Lincoln Center is about is providing a space where um, the the reality of where we live is obviously the African-American community is about 11% of the population throughout the entire Quad Cities, right? So at many times you're the only one sitting in your classroom. You're the only one in an office. You're the only one on your baseball team. Mm -hmm. That can get very exhausting. So what the Lincoln Center wants to do is even if you're just coming in there for a practice or for an event, at least when you walk through the doors, you know that this was created for you. Yes. And that this is a safe space for you to hopefully give you what you need, whether it's the empowerment, the education, um, the confidence to then go be who you are and, and be confident in who you are in these other spaces. I love that. And your message behind it all together, making a better community. That's mm-hmm. what it's all about. Yes, it is. So, Officer Carver, why don't you tell us how you and Tracy got connected 
and the relationship that you guys share? Well, uh, Sergeant Harris got us uh, in contact early spring of last year, wasn't it? Yep. Um, he came to me, he said, uh, we have a really awesome opportunity. And um, I picked the picked the ball up and I ran with it. Um, he put me in touch with Tracy and we had um, what we came what came to know came to be known as uh, cops and kids and uh, what we did was we uh, we put a, a couple feelers out and we were asking people for books um, to help stock uh, the TMBC's library um, and then uh, whatever would be available at that point we'd put in squad cars and then anytime there was some sort of uh, event like party in the park I'd take those books and I'd hand them out um, mm-hmm. or when I'm on patrol, uh, if, uh, I see some kids hanging out at the, uh, I think the last time was up at um, the Friendly House. There were some kids up there swinging on swings. I walked down and handed a couple of books out. No big deal. Um, but Tracy came to us with this idea and it just, it was. Exploded. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it was like, how, how do you not? How can you say no to that? Um and she had all these different statistics that were saying uh, the younger you start reading, the less uh, you have the opportunity, the less you're involved in crime. Um, and I think that's a great resolution for everything that's going on in the city right now. Mm-hmm. There is a direct link with literacy as it relates to poverty and crime. And so I know like for everything that we're dealing with right now to say like, oh, here's a book. It might seem very simple in concept, but it definitely changes lives, you know. Um, I, and I always say, like, no idea is a bad idea because actually I got a phone call um, from a woman named Joe Vandekar, and she's like, hey, I've heard about this. I think this is a good idea for you to do. I don't want to do it, but I think it's a good idea. And I'm like, well, if you don't want to do it, make sure right. you think I want to do it. Yeah. But th- th- for me, like, things that are supposed to happen are never hard to happen, right? Like everything just aligns as it's supposed to. So she called me about a week after I had met with them where we knew we wanted to do something um, between the Lincoln Center and the Downport Police Department and more specifically the CIT team. But we didn't know what that looked like right at that time. Mm-hmm. So we were like, oh, okay, we'll figure it out. And then she called. And when she told me about the Cops and Kids program, because it's a national program with 115 affiliates between the United States and internationally, um, I was like, okay, well, I'll do some looking around and see what I can find out. And so I just Googled it and the website came up and I read about it. I was like, oh, okay, this sounds good. And, you know, there's a wonderful story behind how it even got started. Um, and then there was an information number. So I was like, well, I'll call this number and leave a message. Hopefully someone will get back to me. And it was the woman who started it. She actually answered wow. the phone. <laughs> wow. And I'm like, oh, okay. And, you know, so I'm telling her and then she's like, where are you calling from again? And I said, oh, you've probably never heard of it. It's down Davenport, Iowa. And she's like, no, my board president is from the Quad Cities. Oh, wow. And she's like, and you got to run this by him anyway. So here, here's this number. Call him. So I called him and he's like, yeah, my family owns the Godfather pizzas that are there. I'm very familiar with the area. And so it was a little bit of going back and forth. And he's like, well, you know. Um, you have to pay the licensing agreement, you know, to use the name and the images and the intellectual property. And 
keep in mind, so we didn't have any money, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, oh, how much is that going to be? Right. And he's like, well, do you have a dollar? I was like, oh, I got a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> Here, let me send that to you right now. Yeah. <laughs> and so then, you know, as uh, Kyra mentioned, we were able to reach out to KWQC. We're like, hey, we need some books. Can mm-hmm. you guys help us? So it was like Toys for Tots, but with books. And he and I were out there. Rusk was out there. And it was just so, I was like, in tears a few times just because to see the community come out and it was an outpour. Yeah. And they were so excited about this. They mm-hmm. were like, Oh my gosh, books, mm-hmm. you know, like, and, and once again, it seems so simple in concept, but when you realize, like he said, with those numbers for the African-American community, only 52% of kids going into kindergarten, African-American children are ready for kindergarten. And that's based on those 10 indications of, are you ready for kindergarten? By the time they get to third grade, only 42% are reading at third grade reading proficiency. So now we have over half that aren't even reading at third grade reading proficiency. And that is the biggest indicator on whether they're going to graduate from high school. Um, If you're not reading, you're four times more likely not to graduate. And for young black boys, if you don't graduate, you're 10 times more likely to end up in prison. So how do we stop that? We stop that by addressing the literacy issue. And so cops and kids, it was just a natural thing because not only are we trying to help with literacy, we're putting libraries in homes, but we're also promoting positive interaction, positive interaction with police, where it's not always coming to arrest someone or coming to break up a fight or serving a warrant or whatever it is. This Mm -hmm. is an opportunity for them to develop relationships so that when they get a little bit older and there's that thing that's in the back of their mind, like, should I do this or should oh wait, I know Carver, like, I don't want to see him down there, you know? (laughs) So this is really, like I said, so simple in concept, but if we give it time, I know that we're going to start changing the narrative on what's happening here in the city of Davenport. Yeah, I will say like the community events that I've attended this summer when they would pull out the books, everybody flocked right there. And the little the excitement from the parents and the little kids was so fun to see. It, when we did our book drive at KWQC, um, we had to bring the books oh, back to Lincoln. Story. Yeah, we had to bring this the books awesome. back to Lincoln. And so we're all, you know, more them than me, but we're all <laughs> taking boxes and bringing them into the school. And it was a little boy. He's like two or three years old. And he's just standing there watching. His mom was waiting for an older sibling who was at basketball practice. And so I said, do you want a book? And he just shook his head. Yes. So I handed him a book and I went back in the school and then I came back out and the mom was sitting on the ground reading the book to the baby. And I'm like, this is why we're doing this. This is why we're doing this. And then we had a a group of girls. There was like three girls. They were just walking through and I don't know, it was one of them (laughs) said, Hey, maybe if you help carry a few books in, you can pick out a book. Mm -hmm. And so they helped and then they got to pick out a book. And then I was like, Hey, if you finish that book, if you ever see my car, you can come back and get another one. They've been back twice. That's awesome. Since then, you know, and then we had two boys, they were older and, um, that's where the positive interaction came yeah. in because they were able just to stop them and talk. They were talking about like the sweatshirt they had on and mm-hmm. um, the bikes they were riding. And then they were like, Hey, maybe you can go in there and pick out a book. And so they came in. I wasn't that, that was like, I'm like, they're not going to come in you know, like 13, 14 years later thinking about books. No, they came in and they picked out books. And I said, if you can come back and tell me something, don't tell me you read the book. Tell me something about, about the book. It. You can pick out another one. They're like, for real? And I'm like, yeah, you can do that. You know, with, with cops and kids, 
obviously we're, you know, the library, we have libraries all across our city. Um, but when the cops and kids program was doing focus groups and they're like, well, why don't you just take your kids to the library? It's those fines, yeah. you know, and they're there. I probably still have some, <laughs> you, <told. laughs> you know, and so to be able to give them free books and not just through cops and kids, because there's like a part two to cops and kids where, yes, they're taking them and they're giving them out. But we also have a library at Lincoln. And so once a month, they can come in and pick a free book to take home and build their library. And so once again, like I said, I know it's long term, but I know we'll start seeing the effects of it. Absolutely. And can people um, still drop off books? And if so, do they do that at the Lincoln Center? Yes. Um, I just got a text today like, hey, are you still taking books? I have some. Yeah, uh, because it's ongoing. This okay. is not just a one time event. It's ongoing. So we um, I'm usually there during the week. So all they have to do is call. And we have a few people um, that monthly we'll bring books in. Yeah, that's great. All right. Do we want to talk about the most exciting event happening on December 11th? Let's do it. So on December 11th, Saturday, December 11th, from 10 a.m. to noon, we have partnered up with TMBC at the Lincoln Center to host Coco with Cops. Um, Where children in the community can stop by and... Have a sweet treat. We'll have cookies provided by Hy-Vee. They'll get sent home with a packet of cocoa. They'll get to say hello to Santa and take a free book home. Yes. So we're looking forward to that. Yeah, we're really in this actually will be like the start. I'm hoping we can do this annually. Right. <laughs> um, with the the Cops and Kids program in Wisconsin, which is where they started, they do a huge event for Christmas and getting new books out. Um, so just recently, just yesterday. So when I say recently, I mean yesterday. <laughs> um, Barnes and Nobles has jumped on board um, to make sure that we get some new books and um We'll be doing like a, a bigger event based on this at the Lincoln Center for the holidays. So That's I thank great. you guys um, for being a part of this because it's kind of helped launch something else. Mm-hmm. Well, these are the things we love to do. Carver, Tracy, thank you both so much for joining us today. Absolutely. We loved getting to chat with you guys. Um, and everybody, make sure to stop by our Cops and Cocoa event on the 11th. And we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Awesome. Bye. Thanks. Bye.